What's up, everybody? How's it going? It's uh, about 1 o'clock. I've almost said good morning, but good afternoon. I haven't been as active on here with my broadcasting, and I apologize. I've been doing a ton of planning and not quite as much action as I would like, but it's important to me that I don't completely stall out on action. Um, so I haven't been. I've been taking baby steps. Been having some connectivity issues, which I've been using as a crutch and an excuse not to have to fulfill some of my obligations. Um, like the book club, right? I missed another recording last night because I was having internet issues, had the cable company come out, they fixed the internet after I left, um, got home at 11 o'clock after the hockey game, and I should have then at that time work on the book club, and I opted out. Poor decision. Because if I continue to opt out of the decisions and my obligations that I've created for myself, I won't be able to get to where I'm going. And that's... It's quite frustrating for me, but it's also reality. I'm kind of hoping I'm struggling with because as this first month of the year comes to a close, a lot of us are starting to lose momentum. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm losing momentum. I think that because I'm focused so far in the future that I've kind of lost sight of what I have to do today to keep my momentum and then also take the next step. So I've been coming up with some pretty good strategies for what this year should look like finishing up ways to track my goals, and taking baby steps each day. And finding ways for me to pay attention to it on a very broad scope. Uh, did have a lot of fun last night at the hockey game. The first time I've ever been to a hockey game. Got some pictures of downtown, well, a picture of downtown, and a couple quick videos. Uh, one of the, the ice guys goes out and helps get the ice cleaned up in between timeouts and stuff. He was quite entertaining. There's a quick video of him dancing on the ice. Uh, it's only like five seconds long. So once you go to my profile, you'll see the big building lit up. Just keep swiping. And you'll see him dancing at the end there. But yeah, um, I've been doing some thinking, some major thinking. And I'm actually going to stop this recording because I'm going to need the whole five minutes, I believe, and talk about the next topic. But uh, if you're serious about doing something different, about creating something different, about living life in a way that you haven't been able to live up until this point, I highly recommend you look, listen to my next talk. All right, everybody. So I've been, I've been doing some thinking. I've been reading a lot of investment books. Um, just wrapping up, probably the one that I'd recommend that, that should be a mandatory read in school. But, of course, we know that won't happen. And I think every single person on the planet should read it. And that is Money Master of the Game by Tony Robbins. It really breaks down investing from a practical standpoint into really basic principles. It's, it's a freaking thick book, though. It's like 800 pages. It's a 20-hour audio book. Um, but it's worth every moment because you can go in knowing absolutely nothing about investments. Barely even know that there's a thing called a 401k, let alone how it works and how retirement should be thought about. And walk away from the 700-page book. And be very comfortable that you can at least make educated choices to prepare your future. And it started making me think about social platforms, social profiles, and how marketing is done today. And one thing I started thinking about was there's 7.4 billion people roughly on the planet. You know, new person's born every day, people die every day. So the exact number's a little fuzzy. We'll say 7.4 billion about 55 to 60% of that has internet access, which means the potential 
to be on social platforms and online. Out of those, we'll say four, mil, 4 billion, rounded up, with internet, there's 1 billion Facebook profiles that are active. There are roughly 100 million Instagram users every month. And I don't know how double accounts are equated because I have two accounts that I'm fairly active on. I um, mean, you know, the beast within you and then my personal account, which I'm actually least active on now. So I might even count as two people. So you have, out of, you know, the four billion people on the planet, you have 25% of them are on Facebook. And then... Um, Yeah, that's how many are on Facebook. And then you have, hold on, I'm doing some quick math. I didn't prepare this before my talk. Um, 2%, roughly, almost 3% of the total population on Instagram. So what I want to challenge you to think about is stop getting upset because your neighbor doesn't give a shit about your social profile. Stop getting upset because the majority of us are out here, whether we admit it or not, trying to build some sort of persona, some sort of message, some sort of brand, some sort of consistent thing that people can look at for, whether it's guidance, for a laugh, for perspective, or whatever it is that your thing is on social and we want to get bent out of shape because someone doesn't listen to our podcast for a month or maybe six weeks or maybe six months or someone doesn't, you know, stick around and actually become a follower and then actually like your post. And then from there, you know, they might unfollow you two weeks later on Instagram. Because if you think about how many people in the United States there is who are already online, already doing social platforms. It's the vast majority of the people who are on these platforms completely. So if you start thinking about how do I provide consistent, and I hate the term value, but be consistent, whether it's once a month, once a week, every day, however your posting schedule, quote unquote, is going to go. And then on top of that, do something that matters. Whether you're going to make people laugh, whether you're going to make people go, aww, whether you're going to provide something to help resonate, to help motivate, whatever it is you want to be, just do it the best you freaking can. Don't shortcut anything and be patient. Because half the world doesn't have the opportunity to accidentally come across your stuff. And I'm running out of time, so I'll come back. So my point is, is there's going to be a lot of people that hear this, that don't, and online today, that for this year, they're trying to crush it. They're trying to build up this huge social environment for people to interact with them. And out of all those people, most of them are going to quit. Whether they didn't get the results they wanted, whether they're trying to make money, and then when they switch to monetization, they couldn't make money that way. Um, so then they're like, oh, well, social media doesn't work. 
so they quit. Or whatever the reason is, there's going to be a lot of people who don't make it after this year. There's going to be a lot of people who don't make it after this month. Their goal was in January, I'm going to start a social profile. I'm going to get 10,000 users even though I've never taken social seriously like a business before. And there's going to be a lot of people who quit. And if you don't quit, guess what? The potential followers is going to more than double over the course of the next 10 to 15 years. And think about that. Because you have books like Think and Grow Rich that I think the first publication was in the 40s or 50s. You have books like How to Win Friends and, How to Win Friends and Influence People that was published in 1911. You have all these books that provided great, authentic content that provided true value to people that have been around for a hundred years. Some less, some more. Meditations from Seneca, you know, that's hundreds of years old. We still look at Aristotle and Socrates and Da Vinci for their philosophies on how to think and how to analyze the world and how to measure ourselves. So imagine what social platforms look like in 10 years, in 20 years, in 50 years, when everybody on the planet's connected. Then what? Seriously, think about it. Then what? Do you really think that if you're on, say, Instagram or Anchor here or podcasting in general or YouTube for the next 50 years that you're really going to give two shits about how 2018 went and how you weren't able to make money because your Instagram account followers wouldn't buy shit from you? No. So get over it. If you're trying to live a meaningful life, and create huge impact in the world. It doesn't happen today. But you must be present today, take action today to start getting to where you need to go. Because the problem is, who you are to where you wanna be has a certain cost. It's gonna have a certain time commitment. There's going to be a certain monetary commitment, whether it's investing in books and classes and failures. There's things that you have to learn through experience that you're going to have to go through from now till then. And I don't know where you're trying to go, so I don't know how long that timeline is. But say it's seven years. Say, you know, you make the commitment today and you're just going to bust your ass for as long as it takes to get to where you want to be, to become who you want to be. And then seven years is your first major breakthrough. The thing is, you still have to pay the price of those seven years, whether you start today, whether you start next year. And the times are going to go by anyways. You're going to get seven years older. The only difference is, are you going to get that much better? When I interview for a new job, I not only tell people I have 16 years experience because I worked multiple jobs at the same time and I've never worked a standard 40-hour work week. I give myself credit for the 60-hour work week being 1.5 weeks, 1.5 weeks, because I tell the person who's sitting in front of me that I don't come to work every day and do the same thing. I come to work every day to challenge myself and to grow, 
So my one year's experience outweighs five years experience for most of the people that you already have employed under you. And I'm committed to constantly getting better, improving, and showing that me for one year will outwork everybody. So I've been interrupted twice because of the phone calls. I'm all over the place, I know. I promise I'm going to circle back around. So the main thing I'm trying to get at is the standard thing about investments is compound interest over time, right? Like, that's the basics, dumbed down. I know I'm not really giving financial advice here, so don't butcher me if this isn't what you were expecting or if you're actually somebody who's in the investment world and you don't agree with what I'm saying. This is just my perspective on how I'm thinking about life at this moment. The way you win in investing is putting away a little bit over an extended period of time, and then a little bit continues to grow. And you take the growth that you've gained, your interest, your dividends, whatever it is, and you reinvest it back to increase your investment capital. And to me, that's like social media and putting in posts. And you're constantly adding more to the bucket so that we have more opportunities to be seen, you have more opportunities to touch people, right? So imagine in 15, 20 years when there's more people getting online than ever existed before. You can accidentally make it as long as you're still playing the game. Now, if you put $1,000 in your savings account and then try to retire in 20 years and that's the only amount you've ever saved, you're not going to be able to win. And the way I really think about it is it's like a, a sports team. When it comes back around, I feel like everyone, not everyone, that's a bad way of putting it. I feel like most people are trying to win the World Series today. They want to win the World Series, but we're still in preseason. You know, it's January. There's a progression that has to happen. You have to go from the preseason to the regular season. And then you have to win your first game. And what game is that that you have to win? The one that you're currently playing that day against that opponent. And when it comes to life, the really true opponent you have is yourself. And then you have to win another game. And then you have to win another game. And then you have to win another game. At the end of that one season, if you have enough wins, then you get a chance to go to the playoffs. And then you have to win that one game in front of you. And then you have to win that next game in front of you. And then if you're lucky, you have the opportunity to play in the championship. And you might win, you might lose. And then what happens? Season's over. You have off-season. You get to prepare for the next season. And those are all cycles that we all have to go through. There's a time of preparation. And how your preparation goes really depicts your trajectory going into preseason. Preseason is kind of like your testing ground, is what I was thinking working. And then you transition into regular season. And then your only goal is to win that game. And then win the next game. And hope that over time, your compounded results will be a championship. 
So what I really challenge you to do is stop thinking about today is the last day that you're ever going to be on social media and you have to get 100,000 followers today. No. Just build your content. Provide the value. Stick with it long enough during the regular season. And then if the results are good, you'll get a chance to play in the championships. And if they're not, that's okay. You just go through training camp again. It's the off-season. You get to sit down and strategize based off of your last season's results. Develop a new plan. Execute it. And if the results bear the fruit that you want, you get another opportunity to play in the championships. But life isn't, it's day to day, but that's not how your growth is going to come. It's, it's about showing up on a regular basis. And I'm freaking all over the place with this and it's driving me nuts because I understand it in my, in my mind and in my body. But to articulate, I'm having trouble. So expect a round two on this idea. But the bottom line is, stop trying to win the championship today and holding today to the standard of the championship when you're only in preseason right now. All you have to do is do well today, the best you can. And maybe over the course of time, you'll have an opportunity to play in the big leagues. So I want to talk real quick while I'm folding some laundry about how Anchor's different. Because uh, I've been tracking a lot of stuff and been seeing a lot of things and been talking to a lot of people. And the weekends are terrible for Anchor when it comes to people seeing your content. Anchor, by far, on the weekends has the least amount of listens. Why is that? Well, there's something, and I think this is why the connection on Anchor is one of the reasons that we don't talk about enough, while the connection on Anchor is so deep. And that is because in order to listen to a podcast, you have to make the conscious decision to dedicate time. Because most of our segments, we push to the limit of the time frame, which is five minutes. A lot of us are doing interviews, which then push to 25 to 30 minutes or more. And I know for myself, at least, I do a lot of segments that have part twos and threes. So I'm pushing the time limit to 15 minutes or the time allotted for you to participate in my content to 15 minutes. And a lot of people are very active on social media sporadically throughout the day. But for most people, weekends our time to spend with their family. It's time to lay back a little bit and not uh, deal with the same struggles you would during the week. And that's why weekdays, you get so much more listens and so much more engagement because people are using Anchor as a place to distract them from the tasks like work or the trains at home from work. And uh, if you think about how many Instagram posts can you check out in a five-minute period of time? How many tweets can you scroll through in a five-minute period of time? How many stories on Snapchat can you participate in in a five-minute period of time? It's much greater than a single episode. And then also when you have the pressure of there's a lot of stations you want to interact with and a lot of people are not good at balancing things like that, they'll punt. So because they don't know how to decide what are the one or two stations or what are the one or two segments that I'm going to listen to because I only have 15 minutes today, Instead of having to make that choice, they punt. They say that, well, instead, I'm just going to stay off the app. And then I won't have to worry about not getting to something or making somebody else disappointed because I didn't check out their segment or whatever it may be. 
So this plays back into what I've been saying all day, and that is be patient. I'm not saying don't post, because I think the habit of being consistent with your schedule that you created for yourself is far greater than the value of the actual listener on that day. Because posting when you know nobody's watching is going to help you eat healthy when you're at home by yourself and your wife's at work. And you just want to have a, that bag of burritos that's in the cabinet. Because she's at work. She'll never know. And uh, you think it'll be okay. But then what will happen is that type of thinking leads you to make another poor choice. And then another poor choice. And before you know it, it's been six months and you're frustrated because... In six months, you've lost two pounds. And your significant other or your friend that you're supposed to be doing this with lost 16 pounds. Um, so, I don't know, guys. I'm just, I want everybody to be patient and make plans and be prepared for the future. And stop being so frustrated because today you're not getting the listener count that you want. Because Anchor truly does take a commitment for your audience to participate in what you're doing. And that's why I think it's so important to be active on other social platforms and provide different types of content across the board. Because it's not that people don't want to listen, but in order for them to listen, they have to dedicate more attention than they have to on any other platform, which then allows them to miss out sometimes. Like, my favorite podcast is The Tim Ferriss Show. Segments are two hours long, and I might go, you know, three months without listening because it's just that type of quarter I'm having where I don't have time to sit down or I don't have time to multitask with it because I'm busy building my own stuff. But that doesn't mean I can't download it and listen to it six months later. So just keep doing what you need to do and stop worrying so much about your listener count today because the listeners will come as long as you keep it up.